Hello and thanks for listening. Welcome to the end of 2021. And this is our year in review episode in which Chris and I look back over our last calendar year of gaming, life related to gaming, um, this podcast, and some of our reflections on all of that. We hope you can look back and see some good in this last year, and we hope you have a great New Year's coming up here in a couple of days, and that 2022 is even better, or at least much better. Thanks for listening to Fluff and Crunch, where we talk about the connection and sometimes disconnect between system, setting, and story in tabletop RPGs. We're here to talk about 2021, a year in review, our gaming and our, uh, well, our gaming. I think that that about covers it. I don't know why. Yeah, mostly our gaming and this podcast. And this podcast, which is a part of our gaming, which actually has been a reflection of and a driver of some things that I've done at the table. So that's, that's been, that's been nice. So as we always start out, what have you got going in the last, have you done any gaming in the last week? Uh, not gaming as such, but gaming related. I managed to convince Scott and my Brian and my two, like not actually doing any players, which I'll come back to later, um, that maybe we wanted to play Acting Cthulhu next week. So I, they made up Acting Cthulhu characters. So hopefully this week uh, we're going to play we're going to play Acting Cthulhu, which I haven't managed to play yet. So that'll be good. And you? Well, I had um, this last weekend i our group didn't meet i had uh my wife's works christmas party was when our group normally meets so instead i was christmas partying instead of gaming uh was it a big christmas party or was it quite subtle well it was uh, she uh she teaches at high school and so there were probably about 60 or 70 people there it was pretty big and it was in a not very large room at this uh country club and so it was uh it was nice i mean it was crowded and then it got loud because you know how people i I think deep inside a lot of people think that the louder they are the more fun they're having (laughs) but then of course people start drinking and then it becomes like a, a a decibel arms race and by you know partway through the evening you just go i can't hear anyone around me this is uh it's time to leave, but it was, it was fun. It was fun. The nice thing is a lot of the people that she works with now, she and I worked with 15 years ago at another high school when we taught together. Oh. So it wasn't like I was just her plus one there going, hi, I'm the husband and I don't know anybody. A lot of the folks there are, are people that are friends of mine. So it was nice. That's good. Okay. So looking back on 2021 in gaming, what, uh, where do you want to start? Because it's been a big, busy year, I think for for me for sure, and I and I, I would think you'd probably say about the same about yours. But where do you want to start? Uh, I think my role playing game in this year was woefully inadequate. At least I can't remember it as much. I think I did way more last year. Um, I think I'll go through this list I got. So I'll start with just before I get into gaming, just because this is mostly a two D twenty podcast. So I wanted to just kind of highlight that actually this was a really, really good year for two D twenty in general because. We kind of think over the history that we've had, you know, Mutant Chronicles came out first, and then we had Infinity and Conan came out with Kickstarters, and then we had Star Trek Adventures and 
came out. And then we kind of had a lull where sort of the last couple of years, what we've really had is, is we had Dishonored, which I think came out last year. And that was it. There was stuff that was announced, but it all came out this year. So this year we got like the PDFs and the book for June and for Action Cthulhu and for Fallout. And then we've had Homeworld as well, which we've got like a, it's like not a quick, it's kind of halfway between a kit quick start and a core book. It's based like if you pre-ordered it, you got some stuff. So to have a bunch of new games um, was really good, which is kind of then the thing that got me to write a load of stuff about 2D20 at the start of the year, um, which then got you to talk to me and you know started this whole podcast. Um, and as well as that, we also had more books for Star Trek. Was the Klingon book this year or was that last year? Uh, the Klingon book came out, the PDF came out la- early last fall. I think it was like September or so. I don't remember when I got my hands on the hardback. Like I said, we got like the Shackleton Expanse book this year. We've got, again, more announcements for that. Infinity and Conan have still had this drip feed of stuff that should have been released years ago, which I'm still only just getting. Um, so, yeah, just in general, this was, a, this was like a really... I mean, I, I wouldn't expect next year would be as good. We've got so much new stuff this year, although mostly core books. I'd like some of these. I feel the only line that's being really expanded is Star Trek. I guess maybe that's their biggest seller, and that's why they keep working on that. Um, I'm, I'm hoping more stuff's actually going to come out for like June uh, and Acton Cthulhu, but fingers crossed. Yeah, it really has been a, a terrific year for 2 Die 20, and in some ways, I mean, I, I'd say maybe a, a bad year for my wallet but rather more a bad year for trying to decide what I want to buy because I want to use what I buy. Uh, and so like, for, for example, I've held off, I don't have the hardback for Dune because I, I just don't anticipate playing it. Uh, I picked up the John Carter, a uh, couple of the John Carter books on the Black Friday sale because I traded a game that I'm not, wasn't ever going to play again because I don't like it. I traded it to a friend of mine for his John Carter slipcase set and the, the GM's kit. And, uh, and, and I'm really interested in that. Not, I don't know if I would ever run it. I think I probably will at some point, but I'm interested in, it's just such a funky heap of lore. Um, and the setting is just so different. Um, but yeah, you're right. There's, there's just been a, like 2021 was an explosion of two die 20 products and a variety of them. So that's been really great. Yeah. And I appreciate, you know, the fact that you, uh, you took me up this, this stranger from the other side of the planet who reached out to you after reading your blog and said, Hey, this guy seems to dig this system and these games a bunch kind of like me, maybe he'll want to do something with me. And I said, I ah, screw it. I'll just contact him. All he can say, he can either ignore me or tell me no, um, <laughs> or he could be a freak. And then I could just stop responding to his messages. <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 it was convenient in that respect, but um, yeah, I agree that, uh, that I think actually the big challenge that Modifius has presented me with is, is time. I just don't have time to consume. I can sit and read this stuff, but in terms of like using it, uh, but it's been a terrific year for their their product lines and their their books. I agree. Yeah, I think I still get stuck in this thing. I have it with other systems as well. The the new version of Warhammer, the Soulbound system, I have the exact same problem with where they announce it and then they'll put out the pre-order. And if you pay for the pre-order, you're going to get the book when it comes out, but you get the PDF now. So then I get super excited because I've got the PDF now and then I read it. And then in some occasions, particularly at the start of the year, because everything was online anyway, 
I played things. And then by the time the book turns up, I'm a bit like, yeah, I was excited when I bought it. That's the, the biggest, it's the same thing I have with Kickstarters that I will, I will pay for a Kickstarter. I'm super excited when I pay for it. And then a year, year and a half, two years, well, God forbid in like, you know, infinity and Kona, when things finally come out, it's like, uh, I was excited about this when I got it. So yeah, that's, that's the one thing that all this kind of pre-ordering Kickstarter and thing has done that it, it loses the thing if there's a release, you know, with computer games, there is a release date. I hit the release date. I go to the shop or I download it. I play it right there and then. I get to be excited about it at the time I do. I, you know, I prefer hard, like you said, I prefer hardback to the PDF. But I get the PDF first by the time I get the hardback. Um, I have to say that is one thing that's really cool about D&D, as much as I've known about it. I wish they did do PDFs, but at least when the book comes out, there's just the book. That's what you got, yeah. Good so point. And then if you're paying for any kind of digital tools no. that are related to it, no, no. you're not. And I wouldn't no. either, but but that those things are out concurrent with it. Yes. If I want yeah, the special I, dice. Yeah, no, no. Um, digital dice. No, I was about to say that. And I, then I decided not to. This is ridiculous. Uh, you know, you, you said that this past year has been a bad one, uh, or at least a, an underwhelming one for uh, RPGs for you in terms of RPGs playing them yeah, not playing. purchasing yeah. them it's always easy to purchase them oh yeah uh, playing them. a lot to purchase <laughs> you know i actually had i start i ended 2020 and began 2021 actually in a real low uh, like a lull not a lull but a low because i was not happy with the group that i was with that i had been running games for for a long time and we had traded off some there were two other people in the group there were six of us total and uh, there were two other people in the group who were who would run things sometimes, but I had gotten into just a, just an, and it sounds kind of corny, but I'm sure there are many people out there who can relate to this, where you you don't want to. There's this strange social pressure where you don't want to leave the group, because then it's the whole headache of oh my gosh, who else will I find to play not just games with, but the games that I'd like to play, and it's yeah. it's it's like a weird breakup kind of thing. Uh, and it was harder for me because I was the most of the time GM. And so me leaving the group is more like me firing my group. And, uh, and I didn't want it to be like that, but I was just, and I, again, I'm sure there are people who are listening who can absolutely relate to this. I was just not enjoying it anymore. I was not happy with the type of games that the people wanted to play, the type of play that they did at the table. And I don't have not a darn thing against any of them. That's their preference. And the group kind of evolved in a direction and I evolved in a different direction. I just wasn't enjoying it. So I finally, I just said, I don't want to, I don't want to play anymore. And the, the five of them decided to keep going and switched off with another person in the group, becoming the, the full-time GM. And they're, they're still chugging right along. And the nice thing is I, I still, two of the five of them, I, I get together with uh, on a semi-regular basis and I'm, you know, I'm have maintained friendships with, so it wasn't like that, but, um, but that was an interesting way to start off the year. That was about a month or two into the year. And then I had a lull where I, I, I gamed with some folks that I had gained with years ago and they are, I love them. They're great guys. But they are, and I, I've mentioned this in a previous episode. They're five E players. They're D and D players, right? They're nothing else players. <laughs> and I thought to myself, you know what? I'm okay with this. I'm okay with not wanting to play five E. And so I ended up connecting with some people that I had gamed with at local conventions, 
and some other folks. And it's been great. We've been, we've been chugging along since um, August and just wrapped up a season of Star Trek Adventures. And now we're going to play some Octum Cthulhu. And I think we're probably going to play some Twilight 2000 uh, in the new year. So that's been, that was, I, I started off the year with a, call it like fraught with peril, it seemed like, who am I going to game with? Because the worst thing, like, I, I don't know about, I don't know how it is in your your neck of the woods, but there are a couple of gaming stores in my my town that have like open game nights. And really what those are is open 5e nights because that's the <laughs> elephant in the room. And so you show up and it's this like warped kind of speed dating gaming thing where it's just open tables and people expect you to run 5e. And I'd gone around and talked with some of the folks at these stores and said, Hey, you know, do you guys do anything else? And they looked at me like I was odd, like that. I would, what you would play something that's not fifth edition. How strange of you. And, uh, and it's funny actually, because the guy who took over as the GM in the group I used to be, and he went and did that earlier this year. And he said it was just awful because it's just, you know, you know how it is. I mean, you've been to conventions before. Sometimes you have some great players and sometimes you just have some different kinds of players at the table. And, you know, it's just because there's no throttle, there's no control or filter on who shows up, what kind of person shows up, what age, what level of experience, whatever. So I didn't do that. and I'm glad for it. Yes, it's not something I've massively ever done. It's played with I, university was the one time I played with people I didn't already know. And mm. some experiences there weren't good. I ended up moving in with a bunch of people and still talk to them later kind of thing. And then other people just like, they were just really odd. And I was scared off. I think I was probably scared off doing that. So actually when I you know, moved away from home and wasn't at university, I didn't even look up role playing groups. It just wasn't a thing I crossed the line. I yeah. then got into the happy situation with my friends that I used to play with moved to near me. So it was more of a case of thing. Well, I've always had my, my gaming buddies on tap, but they're like, they're my best friends first. And then my, you know, my players second, but it's always me that does everything. They don't, you know, they very rarely do they ever suggest we play something or buy something. It's always, it's always me doing it. But then when I, I hate playing, so I GM, I mean, again, I have, I think, was it like, was it might've been the start of the year, actually. I did play D and D with some other people, but yeah, again, I was playing. So I just, didn't i just don't enjoy playing i always think i'm going to enjoy playing and then i think it's the it's the difference between when you're the gm you're always interacting you're always doing something and when you're the player particularly in something like fifth edition where it's very much you know player a goes b goes c goes d goes while you're waiting you're not doing anything there is nothing happening for you at all um and i think i find when i'm a player i i'm just bored i'm like i'm so used to doing everything all the time um, that when I'm the player, I'm just like, oh, this is tedious. So yeah, I did do a tiny bit of D and D, which, um, but again, I think if I'd been running it, I'd have been happier. Um, but my main thing this year is I did, I did this, this big, I played the expanse role-playing game, which I think we just finished. I don't know what it was. We were on season six. So season five, had just finished on TV. I suddenly remembered I had this role-playing game, which I had the PDFs for, and that there was an adventure with it. And so we played like like a quick start or an intro type adventure. And then that ran into this sort of five or six part adventure, which we ran that for, you know, so that was basically two months of doing nothing but the expanse, but this was all during lockdown. So we, we couldn't meet up or we couldn't meet up in person properly. Like certainly with the three of us couldn't meet up and you couldn't meet up anywhere out of your home. So it was, you know, we could, uh, we literally, we did it all online. Yeah. Um, 
And then I did a load of fall with quite a bit of fallout, which again, that was just something I'd never done. You know, I properly sandboxed it. I can't remember the last time I did that. And I literally, I found maps of, of sort of near San Francisco and picked where a vault was uh, and had them just sort of pop up into this sort of ruined San Francisco. And I was just using Google maps to say, well, this is kind of what it looks like, but everything's a bit more rubbish than it is now. Um, and use the fallout rules. So they were scavenging for things and, you know, finding equipment and, and meeting really odd characters. And I just like sandboxed the whole thing. We did that for uh, like a bunch of weeks. And that was, again, I, I really enjoyed that. But I think that was, you know, that was just after I started playing with you. So it was literally the start of this podcast. Um, yeah. No, I remember you telling me about that, actually. And then I think then, because we were finally allowed to sort of meet up in person, so I don't know, let's sort of May, June time, that because we hadn't done any kind of board gaming at all for, you know, I mean, at that point, it was, yeah, since, since well, before Christmas, so it was sort of six months that we'd only been able to play online role-playing games. So we were like, right, we want to do lots of board games. Um, but I think generally this year, we've just been, like, whereas in the past, we've almost met up almost religiously every single week. For whatever reason, this year, we've struggled and it's often been like every other week or we've missed three weeks at a time. And I think so we haven't, I haven't, yeah, I haven't met up with the two guys to play anywhere near as much as I was, I was hoping to. So yeah, the fact that we're going to play acting Cthulhu next week is like, great. I haven't role played like this, the second half of the year at, at all, other than the doing the stuff with you. Um, so yeah, it's really been like a, a just a, a dearth of role playing this year, which has been weird. Um, but I have done other things. So what I need to do is do more with, with Annie, but she's so busy, it's quite difficult to actually like let's fit in some role playing. Nope, right? Uh, so I need I need to try and do that next next summer holiday. It's like I've only got five weeks off next year, but yeah. should have time. Right, we're gonna we're gonna do some. See if I can get some of her friends in it. Although I can almost guarantee it'll almost unless the Dragon Prince role playing game is out by then. Although that's kind of complicated. It uses the version of Cortex. It's a it's like based on a. a, a a Netflix animated program. Right, I know. I, I'm, I've, I think I've watched one or two episodes of it. So we really enjoyed the program. And so when I found out it was going to be using Cortex, I was like, oh, wow, it's like one of my favorite systems and one of my favorite cartoons I watch with Annie. This will be amazing. And then played the quick start with Mika and Annie. And it was like, oh, this is such a terrible implementation of it. It's really confusing. It's one of those ones where, you know, like the characters have values as one of their dice rolls. Oh, Yeah. And you always get that problem, right? Is 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 this duty or is this, you know, is this or the other thing? And you never know. So you end up just using the same one every yep. single time. Yep. I, I've never quite worked out why people don't realize that, like, yeah, values don't. Why don't you well. just use John Carter? Yeah, I could definitely because, do other stuff. Right? It would be nice to have. Exactly. You, know, you can make up the talents. I mean, the yeah. talents you end up you end up creating a lot of those, and the system itself is really streamlined. Yeah, that could work. I will. I think I, I am going to have to throw two D twenty. I've I've put off two D twenty for so long. It's the kind of thing that like if I try it and they don't like it, I'll never get to play it with them again. Right. And I'm always concerned about the fact that two D twenty has a lot of you know it's not a they they're fine with a. You know, like I played, we played, we played quite a bit actually of earlier in the year D and D with me and Annie, where I I played it in League of Legends, um, actually in the the Arcane TV series that's just been on, which is set in one particular city. That's where a good chunk of our initial D and D sessions were set, um, because D and D is relatively easy. Although I think I used like yeah. a hacked version of D and D, and then used my own version, and then hacked it some more. So almost every session was a different thing, but they're fine with it very much. Like I want to do this thing. What do I roll? Well, you roll this I, one you know, dice and add this one thing. I, I think that 
I I don't think you know if you were to throw Infinity or or uh, Conan or heaven forbid Mutant Chronicles at <laughs> call them like casual players, you would you would they would run screaming from the room. But honestly, I I think you know I actually a couple of years ago it wasn't long after the the beginner the starter set came out for Star Trek Adventures I corralled my wife and one daughter who is still at home into playing it and. And they had no problem. Like my daughter picked it up in a heartbeat. You know, it was the the, and I mean the mechanics of it. Yeah. And it wasn't. I I don't I don't think. I mean, John Carter is John Carter is way easier and more yeah. streamlined than that. But yeah, it's, um, it's always the know, it, 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 it's, say, it's always it's always the extra dice and the momentum that puts me off. It's the it's that choice thing. I remember playing ages ago. What did I play with Annie? Oh, it's a. It's the thing that was like the cipher system, which came off Numenera, and then they did a kids version. But I can't for the life me. Called no thanks, no thank you, evil. That's what it's called. Yeah, and I remember playing that with Annie, and the kind of thing like, do you want to spend some of your attribute to be able to make this role easier? And straight away, she was like, "Uh, I don't know. Um, And it's that thing. But actually, I think that's it's not that that was i just hate that system um this isn't that difficult i guess no. 2d20 because it is like do you want extra dice well of course i want extra dice here's how you get the extra dice so it's yeah i guess yeah. It's, it's, well, yeah, I, need I think i think too a situation like that i mean having i think it's an issue of how it's explained you know are you are, are you trying to you want to gain an advantage now but have less of it in the future or do you want to hold out for something more in the future i think that's that's pretty straightforward um, I did another thing that I did this year that I was, I was very happy with, and this was, this was before I tracked you down online and it was around the time that I withdrew from that group. And while I was just kind of puttering with 5e, it was about a month and a half, two months that I got together with these, these other friends of mine. Um, I decided to build a legit game table in my garage uh, and, and that it, it was interesting. That was my, it was kind of like mentally, it was my, my proxy for having a regular game or having any kind of regular game to plan for. It was when I one day have a regular game for which I can plan, I want to be able to have a table that looks like X, uh, around which we can sit and, uh, and play. And so, cause m- my ideal RPG group is four players. I think that there's a there's a line you cross with FaceTime available for people when you have five. Mm-hmm. That for me is is it's six is a bridge too far for sure. Yeah. But five is is a little past optimal. I think four is optimal. So I built the thing with two seats on a side. It's rectangular and there's two players on a side, me on one end with like this kind of like lowered area recessed area and then the other end the other narrow end has a shallow full width like a deck that if i want to put books on or if i'm going to use minis or something like that i can kind of stage them there to sit (laughs) and be ready and then the middle of the table the big like the play area has a um has a cover i can lift up and there's about a three foot by four foot recessed area that I can put mats in and has LED lights around. So when the Romulans show up, it turns green and that kind of thing. Um, and it's deep enough. The recessed area is about four inches deep. So 
depending on the size of terrain or things like that, I can put stuff in there already and then lift it off. And it's like, ha there's the, there's the ruined village or whatever. <laughs> uh, so I, I put a couple, I, I worked on that for about, about a month or so, uh, because I do like, I do like woodworking. Um, I'm self-taught. And so I'm not the kind of, I don't want, I mean, given, especially, I don't know what's happened, but like with us in, in the States here this last year, the prices of lumber, especially uh, like building grade plywood has gone through the freaking roof. And so me just sitting around and saying, Oh, I'm just going to like putter and, you know, putz around and learn how I don't want to burn through a bunch of wood for nothing. So me, when it comes to learning something for woodworking, I have to have a project, like a real project. And then I figure out what do I need to do to learn to build this thing? That's like what I want. So that was something. And that's, that's neat. I've got cup holders in it and cool. storage spaces and all that kind of crap. And I named it buck because <laughs> it's yeah. a big old, big old hunk of wood in it. That, that sounds kind of like crusty and Western buck. Yeah, I saw the memes for the how bad. I think it was worse here for that kind of thing, like in 2020 rather than this year. Was it? I think, well, because we had like a really big lockdown where like the, uh, there was a point where literally the only shops, like you could go to like like your grocery stores or you could go to your hardware and like garden centers. So people were going to them and buying things to do at home because people were, you know, you, you basically had right. to stay at home. So yeah, last year was really bad. This year, again, I think when we had lockdown in, the start of the year there was still there was more places that were open so it was like mostly a lockdown but loads of shops were still open so it was but it was it wasn't quite the same thing you know it's weird here I mean, it's it's so different depending on where you go in the states mm. like if you go to i mean there are some cities bigger cities where the the measures were far more extreme I'd say, and the enforcement of them was far more extreme, either direct enforcement by some kind of authorities or like the, the, the degree to which the general populace followed what they were being told to do made it so that there was tremendous social pressure or that, you know, private businesses, they didn't have to shut, but they themselves instituted, yeah. you know, kind of, but where I live, I mean, honestly, for about the last year or so, progressively, no one, people just don't care. <laughs> is for the most part like there are stores that say hey if you're not vaccinated could you do us a favor and wear a mask and and that's it and that's been the case here for most of this calendar year um but we're so, I mean, americans we're such bad listeners we just we're such we just don't care and and like the more we're told to do something the more we're going ah, i don't want to do that no not going to do it so for us, I mean, it was going to Home Depot and going, crap, that lumber is too damned expensive, not Home Depot is closed or someone's going to prevent me from going to Home Depot. I just, I send, I, I, I censured or censored myself because I said, I'm just not going to spend that. I mean, the, yeah, yeah, plywood was just bonkers, um, but I got creative and I made it work. So we have a cool table. I'm very happy with it. Excellent. Uh, what else we got? Yeah, I think um, my, I mean, my big thing this year was not role playing, but just gaming wise in general was because lockdown did eventually end. And then suddenly places started running these Marvel miniatures events. And so I just started playing a crazy amount of it. So there were, you know, the kind of the point where, I mean, probably a couple of months ago, there was only two other players that had played more like games that were recorded online than that, not online, but games that have been actually like played in real life but recorded on this website that a lot of the mm -hmm. place using there was probably only two people that played like more games than i had because i was just going to be like as many things as i could um i haven't this month december's always awkward but 
Yeah, so that and that was you know it was great. I met a lot of new places, not a lot of new people. Went to places I hadn't been to before. Um, played so many different teams. Uh, and yeah, I had, had a really good time. It was nice, you know, getting back into it. It was something I didn't used to do. You know, I only started playing miniatures games properly, sort of. I don't know four, four, five years ago. It was never something I, you know, I did it with friends as a kid. I never went and like played in a tournament. That never even crossed my mind. Um, so it's something I've done very re recently. So being able to go and do do that like properly a lot more is uh, that, yeah, that's been my big thing next year. So there are many good things that we found in this last two years of strangeness, and I think that where a lot of people run into headaches and heartbreak is when they're they get dead set on I want to do the same things and I want to do them in the same way, and because I can't then I have all this like emotional congestion and whatnot. Either find something else to do or just get creative and do it differently. Um, so that's, that's cool. I mean, that's, that's neat that you, that you found that and, uh, and here, and then we found this, you know, which is, which yeah. is in, in a way actually an outgrowth of it because I started, I've always read from a couple of different uh, gaming sites, but I just started looking, especially for like two die 20 stuff. I started looking for sites and places where it was where other people were interested and were writing about it and talking about it. And like, no one's talking about it, uh, but lots of, but you're writing about it. So, uh, so I'll, I call that an opportunity that I, that we, uh, that I, we were able to make happen. I'm super, I, I, it's one of those funny things. I was like, I can't, I feel like I can't remember a time when we didn't meet and talk every week. Yeah, it's just like that's that's, well, my, that's my week. It's like you you know, it's occasionally like today it's a Monday, mostly it's a Thursday, but it's like, you know, like my day kind of revolved around that. Particularly, I mean, earlier in the year when I was like I was being good and exercising, I would come back from work and I would do a quick workout, and then I would talk to you. Um, you know, it's just you got. Are you saying that you've been bad about exercising? I've been horrendous about exercising. That lasted for like a few weeks, and it was like, oh, it's far too much effort to do this and talk to Jeremy. But it's more important that I talk to Jeremy, so I just won't do the exercising bit. Yeah, I've been terrible. I was, I was, I think I was really good. Sort of like February when I realised we'd been in lockdown for a month or month and a half or two months or something, and I hadn't done any exercise. I'd just been sitting around the house, and I was like, oh, that's bad. Yeah. Um, because it is. Yeah. And then I did a couple of like month or so where I was or months where I was exercising and then I think went back to work and other things were going on. I just never got around to it. And yeah, this, this term has been terrible. Yeah. Having to do every year, I, I create calendars. I do a calendar for myself and then I do a calendar for the two to two sets of parents. And this year there's a few photos where I'm looking at myself side on in these pictures going, Ooh, <laughs> Yeah, I can work on that. <laughs> I, I need to do some work on this next year. So yeah, I think I need to make a concerted effort in in but that's uh, that's for another episode. Well, yeah, that's and that, <laughs> that's that's fodder for for New Year's resolutions and things like that. Oh, I never stick to them, but yeah. No, I never, nobody well, I never make them. It's a lot easier to never stick to. I don't make no, it. Yeah, I've I've given up on it. It's kind of silliness. Um well let me think, what else? I mean, I'm i I think this is actually this has been good because I've this year that is because as I just said a moment ago, it's like, you know, you, if you can't do what you want to do the way you want to do it, either find something else to do or do the thing differently. And I think that this year has been a terrific example of that for me because, I mean, this this podcast won um, our connection, yeah. you know, related to that. Uh, these are new things that my wife was like, you should just do it. Just reach out to him. If he ignores you, whatever. I said, all right, I'll do it. Um, and then, like I said, the change in my gaming group, which has been absolutely terrific. You know, what's neat too, is that, uh, we, we game in our garage 
and uh, which means that I have an air conditioner in the garage for the summer because it's just too freaking hot in there in the summer. But right now it's wonderful. Um, and off of the garage, there's a door directly from the garage into our kitchen in our main room. And so uh, my wife and my younger daughter have, uh, like I think I've mentioned this before, they, they watch movies in which I have zero interest or television shows in which I have zero interest on the nights when I game. And they've both commented over these last several months. They've said, you know, we have never heard so much laughter <laughs> from the garage over the last couple of months. And it's, it's, it's just nice. You know, it's, it's nice to, uh, to know like, okay, I, I, and so, you know, if you're listening, my sense is if you're if you're not happy with your gaming group, you're not happy with how things are going, like it's possible you can find something else. You can find another group, you can find other people and you can find the enjoyment in it that you that you had and even increase it. Yeah, it's funny how wives do that kind of thing, because I don't think I would have ever. I certainly never would have played miniatures games like I've started doing, but it, it was me yeah. instead. Well, why don't you try? And I did try one system and it was awful. And then something else came along. Go, you know, go to this local club, try playing this. Maybe that will be different. And I did. And I started playing it, you know, and then that's evolved into Marvel. And the people I was playing my previous game, Guild Ball with, they, you know, they're not really playing Marvel at the moment. But, you know, it's got to that thing now where I don't need local people to play it with because if I'm going to an event, twice a month I'm, I'm you know i'm playing there okay i'm not great because i haven't got the practice but actually i've started playing uh an extra weekly game now with with brian so like we're playing like we're gonna meet just the two of us and playing like miniatures games most weeks and just like earlier in the year i said we were we were meeting and playing pathfinder we weren't playing it properly we were just kind of like right we've got you know we've created this program which he wrote where we'd have the random things out of the it's not the monster manual whatever they call it in pathfinder um and, you know, we just walk into rooms and there'd be traps in there and random things and stuff. And we'd like just just dungeon crawl through things, which was uh, that was great fun. So I said, when I get some more books, we'll be uh, hopefully back on that at one point. But yeah, this is it's funny you said that. Like, I remember doing the same thing last year, end of 2020, going, oh, 2020 has been terrible. It's been the worst year. You know, we couldn't do this and everyone we couldn't do anything for our birthdays and we couldn't go to the cinema and our terrible year. And then kind of sit down and look at the things that you did manage to do and went, oh, yeah. and it's the same this year. It's like, you know, yes, the first three months of this year was in lockdown. But then I got to, you know, we had two weeks away in the summer. We went to North and South Wales, which I have. I've never been to North Wales since well, I have since when I was a little kid. Went up Mount Snowdon, which is like the tallest, you know, compared to your, you guys, it's a mound. But you know, in, 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 in Wales, it's the, you know, the tallest mountain. You know, walked up. Quite a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know went up that and did things I haven't done and visit relatives I haven't seen. And then I had my, you know, my two good weeks in, in October, I did all my crazy theme parks and saw frozen. And, you know, it's like you said, doing this podcast has been great doing all that. So yeah, it's, yes, we didn't get to go to Florida like we wanted, um, which you would sneer at probably. Uh, but we did, you know, we got to do loads of, we had a, you know, we had a, we had a good year. We did it, you know, lots of cool things. And I have done a lot of gaming this year. It's not been, maybe as consistent I wanted and not having spent a good chunk of the year writing 2d20 stuff and then playing very little 2d20 mm. uh it's kind of annoying but uh yeah I need to do what you say I only buy things I'm going to actually use I guess I always think I'm going to use stuff when I buy them <laughs> sure although you know what I, I I let the pressure off myself with the John Carter stuff in two ways one because I traded something that I did not want yeah. anymore and the other guy wanted uh, and I was like, that's cool. That's we were, we were both winners here. And so I didn't feel like I, I had already spent that money. The emotional attachment to it was long since gone. Um, 
And uh, and then when I saw the stuff, the hardbacks on sale through Modifius's, uh their Black Friday sale, I thought, you know, I have some birthday money. This stuff's all half off. These are funky books. It's weird and totally different. And you know what? I don't care if I don't ever run it. I'm interested in reading it. So that was that actually took the pressure off of me uh, to to buy those things. I'm sure Modifius would love it if I continued to take the pressure off myself <laughs> with the rest of their books and continued to buy them. But um, no, you, you're you're right. I mean, I think you can. I think we've this has been a good year. Been a good year for a, a lot of different things on on both ends. And I, I actually I'm I'm looking forward to 2022. I think there's going to be a lot of good things, and we'll talk about that later as to like what kinds of things we're interested in or hope to accomplish and things like that. But um, yeah, it's it's been good. I think there've been some terrific releases and some really interesting uh, interesting things that I've been able to read and uh and do so yeah 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 i'm gonna i'm going to uh what's the word i'm looking for i'm going to avoid what is oftentimes people who have known me for years know that i can complain i'm quite good at it I can, and so i'm gonna say i'm not going to complain that really for for gaming and hobby stuff 2021 has actually been has been really good and it's ending definitely on a cup on a on a high note for me yeah i don't know i don't think i can complain this year i think i've done I'm, you know, I managed to do a better everything. I've, I've played with, I've played board games with the family. I've done role playing with the family, so that was good. Like I said, I did, did the, I did a lot of League of Legends role playing things. Uh, yeah, I've done role playing. I've done board gaming. I've done, uh, I've done miniatures gaming. I've actually gone to go and see real sport, which I haven't done in a, a few years. Which has been, I've seen many pictures. It's been, it's been really. It's been really nice, and it's partly, I think, because I don't know whether Annie's the right age or because she's now playing football, soccer for you guys. Um, but, like, you know, just taking her to football matches and her genuinely being interested in her learning the player names and having faith, it's just like, oh, it's just, I love it. And that's, that's the one, cool. one of the weird things now is because I want to watch her play football on a Saturday. I can only do miniatures on a Sunday, and the, the, the women's league in this country only ever play on Sundays. So invariably, it's like, right, so it's like this weekend. On Sunday, I can go and watch Manchester United women play, or I can go and play miniatures. And I'm like, well, no, I'd said to Annie, we'd go and watch Man U play. So that's what we're doing. So I'm, that's I'm cool. missing out on the minis, but uh, yeah, hopefully we'll get a win. You know, and and to, to be, you know, to have a, I mean, I've got an older, a daughter who's just a couple months done or a couple months away from being done with college. Uh, and then the other one is, is in high school, um, you can't get those years back. Like the minis aren't going away. No, you know, but the, but the time the and and the time that she wants to spend that, that she wants to spend with you. That's a, that is a limited window. Believe you me. I mean, it's a, it's, it's a weird thing. It was the thing where she turned 10, like, I know, was it three weeks ago now? And me and we suddenly went, Oh wow, that's 10 years in 10 more years. She probably will be at university. We're like, yep. Oh my goodness. <laughs> We've got so little time left with her. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I won't even get into those details on our end, but yeah, my goodness. Yeah. The, t the time flies, but, 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 you know, like I said, the, the nice thing is we can buy these books and read them and we can plan and plot and dream and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and they're not, it's not like the, the books themselves are going to fall apart. So speaking of things similar to that, the one thing I will throw out this one well, last thing mm. I do want to throw out, technically it is stuff for the future, but there were two, there was, I've got, I've written down two big gaming announcements this year. Um, one, I think, think I, like things that happened this year that you're excited that, about. Yeah. Cause things they've said they've announced this year, but they're not out for future years. 
Um, so the first one, which I'm not, I'm not as excited as I was when well, they announced it, they announced the avatar role-playing game. And I think this was a couple of months after <laughs> me and Annie had, had watched through the entirety of, I know, four series. Terrific of, series. Four series of like, you know, Avatar Last Airbender. And then we'd watched the how many series of, of, of Korra. And, we, and so when they announced the role-playing game, I was like, oh, it's amazing. This is something that, you know, it will be more simple. I can play it with Annie. We'll get Mika involved. This will be amazing. And then they sort of showed this. You know, they said they're using Power by the Apocalypse. And I was like, uh, that, could be, that could be okay. It's not the worst system. It's a bit, you know, on the, on the one side, it's quite flexible and easy to run. And then I saw kind of like the actual stuff of it. And I'm like, uh, so I think I've, I've backed it because like I couldn't not because I was excited about it. <laughs> but I'm very much like, yeah, we'll see what it actually ends up being like. So, yeah, I was way less excited about, uh, yeah, I'm a lot less excited about what I might get from that. But, but even if it's just like a bunch of nice books with lots of pretty pictures in with background that I could use to play it in another system. Um, right. You know, that would be cool. Uh, and then, of course, we had the big announcement earlier in the year that there's a new Marvel role-playing game right. coming out. And then with the slightly bizarre announcement that they're essentially doing, releasing it with a, like a, a test or like a beta version. They, I quite what they said. They, 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 gave it a, they gave it a name. It's the kind of name they would use it with computer games. So they basically were going to get something in sort of February, and then we're not going to get the proper version for another year after that, which is weird. Huh. Um, I think they I think basically is a play test. So it's like, yeah, okay. Um, but it's like you do a play test for a computer game, it's free. Why am I paying for the I guess it's you know it's printed, you have to pay for it. Um, but yeah, fingers crossed. Uh new Marvel role-playing games, always big. And if and if it's rubbish, then I've got old ones to play. So but yeah, I was excited yeah. about that. I'm I'm looking forward to, I mean, in terms of announcements this year for stuff that's coming up, I I am I am interested in this home world game not because I, I don't know anything about it in fact i don't i have like never played i've never been a regular player of computer games or con none of them i never had a console none of that I, I have you can see right there i have a home arcade cabinet that's got like 1600 games or 1900 games on it like i'll play frogger and pac-man um but i don't i don't play uh, i've never played it so i don't i don't know jack doodle about Homeworld, but I'm interested in the interpretation of the rules because I would love to find a system that's a little more cinematic and 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 less simulationist than Traveler to use in the Traveler universe. A whole nother thing. So I'm interested in that, um, and then I'm interested in some of the. I'm, I really want to get my hands on the Shackleton Expanse book. You know, we, I had the PDF, we did the review, uh, but I want to get the book. And I'm really interested, too, in the physical copies of the Star Trek Adventures Player's Guide and GM's Guide, which I have not purchased this, the PDFs from. I'm just going to wait until those books come out in physical form sometime next year. I'll get them, and then I'll get the PDF directly from uh, Modifius. But, um, but the, yeah, that, that's the stuff I'm looking forward to. I, don't, I only have one Kickstarter. It's for a board game uh, that I'm supposed to get sometime in spring. Um, but I don't, I don't have any of those things sitting out there oh, and i wouldn't even be able to tell you half the stuff i've probably got coming towards me on kickstarter it's the trouble with them like yeah i do them and then it's a year till they come out and then I and just, you forget i totally forget and then they tell all the other things and there's something's in your post and you're like Ooh. but then it feels like you're getting something for free it does because i paid for you're it not. so long ago it's like it's probably you know it's a different whether it's a different calendar year or a different tax year it's like it's virtually always it's a different year i paid for that yep. forever ago yep. um so yeah that's usually quite nice yeah actually star trek wise 
because they did announce that they were doing like a Picard. I think they're doing Picard and Discovery. Less so yeah, they've that, got the they got the licenses for that. So I'm curious. I mean, and I cool. well, we've talked about that stuff. I, that's that's not my cup of Star Trek tea. Um, no, you need to so. watch Picard. I get why you wouldn't like Discovery because it's kind of weird. But at least Picard's like you know, Picard's carrying on from proper Star Trek. Yeah, you know, proper Star Trek where it goes next generation, Deep Space Nine. And then, then there was yeah. Nothing. There's a continuity there. There was nothing after that, and then, and then there's Picard because there was there was no other series. Even if Seven of Nine does turn up in Picard, I have no idea what program she was from because there there is no other series between Deep Space Nine and Picard. It doesn't exist at all. See that that that's where we differ. <laughs> that is where we differ. Right. Well, let me think. Is there anything else about this year that's worth mentioning? Like I said, I think really, I I would be I'd be lying if I said. Uh, if it hasn't been a good year, actually, it's been an exceptionally good year um, in a lot of ways. But for gaming, for sure, for sure, for me, no, I think I, I think I covered all of my gaming stuff, and we've mentioned COVID multiple times. Um, yeah, that. And like I said, yeah, I even I even mentioned that I've I've gone to real sports. So, uh, yeah, I think it's, I think the other thing would be it, it was nice that cinemas reopened and more importantly started having films in. There was kind of a thing last sure. year where. Cinemas reopened here sort of at the end of August, beginning of September. And we basically got Tenet and then sort of one other film. And then because all of the big releases were getting pulled, because all basically Hollywood was too scared to release them because they weren't making money. Um, and then that was it. So we had a point where cinemas were open, but they basically had nothing to show because people weren't going. Um, and then it was kind of all the way around till, I mean, when did... I think whenever Black Widow came out, she's talking something like it was like, you know, it was delayed for over a year. It was like May, July. Yeah. It might be July this year. So there was a good chunk of essentially for a year and a half, I didn't really get to go to the cinema. So being able to go back to the cinema week, I'm, I'm slightly worried we're going to have another lockdown here, but yeah, being able to go back to the cinema like regularly, like we're going twice this week. We're going to go and watch Woo. West Side Story tomorrow, which bizarrely, I have never seen the original. <laughs> have i never seen the original eh. uh and uh and then spider-man on thursday so well you've seen romeo and juliet right uh i mean the well the one with leonardo dicaprio yeah Carac and effectively you've seen, oh, yeah, yeah. You've i, you've I know i know the story and i know all the songs because i've seen bits of it but somehow i've never actually watched the film version bizarrely mika said the same thing she said she's seen the stage play but she's never seen the original film well, you know we saw my wife and i saw dune and uh and she's never read it knows not like her her sci-fi kung fu outside of me is is pretty weak um and, and it's just not something she grew up with at all she grew up playing soccer and swimming uh and and she really liked dune and i uh we we, we enjoyed that so that was that was good we've gotten out and seen some stuff but yeah there is a there's definitely it seems like a, a march towards something that seems normal and yeah. not just normal but that you don't i feel less and less now like i like the carpet is going to get yanked out from underneath my feet yeah we don't know here i feel like this january we're <laughs> going to get a similar thing to last january where they suddenly went three month lockdown but i'm hoping it'll just be one month and to my knowledge there's not a whole lot out in cinemas in January, but there's lots of good TV. So if I can't go to the cinema for a month, that'll be okay because I'll have the new series, The Expanse, to watch. In fact, that's out now. But it's out. Yeah, we just we watched the yeah. first episode. Well, I'm going to wait until they're all out because I I struggle no. to do the the watch of one a week now. 
<laughs> Watching one a week now, I really struggle with. It's like I have to binge things. It's like there's the, that wheel of time thing on Amazon. One, ep- I can't do one episode a week. I no, to, we just watched. We, we watched it on Friday night, and uh, it was, uh, or yeah, was it Friday night or Saturday? I don't know what night. Uh, I, I went out twice this weekend. I mean, that's like unheard of for me. And uh, yeah, we we my wife and I watched the first episode of the of season six, and it was it was good. Yeah, it was I'm, good. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna I, wait till January when I can. I want watch. all the belters to die. I hate them all. They, they, they're not hate, all bad. I hate them in their their wretched accent. And what's his name? Uh, Marco Inara. Oh, I want to see him nailed to a wall. Yeah. I want to see him chopped into little be- bits and pieces and buried alive. I hate him. If he doesn't I hate, yeah. him, I hate him, I hate him. I want I want a Joffrey Game of Thrones style dying on his own vomit poison. Yes. Yes. Something yeah. like that where I can scream at the TV like, yes, <laughs> you had it coming. You killed all those. I just, ah, oh, he's the worst. He's, He's such uh, a well, it's one of those things actually that I can't even bring myself to say he's well acted because I think if I ever met that actor, yeah. I just want to hit him. But he's oh no, no, for sure. He's for, oh no, absolutely him. And yeah, no, he's that's like, that what a uh, mark. What a mark of a well written and well delivered character that you like the ones you're supposed to like and you loathe. Yeah. You absolutely loathe the absolute ones that you're supposed to. Yeah. Good, worst. good, good point for sure. Um, so yeah, I if he doesn't get his comeuppance, which you know, it's sci-fi. It's not. It's not happy fantasy Disney. So he, he might not. But I'll be really upset if he doesn't. He needs. <laughs> well, Groovy. You know what? I am gonna. I. I think our year is good. I think we've wrapped this one. So this one's gonna go out on the 29th. So it really will be a year in review, looking back positively and looking forward toward good things. And then I will. Uh, you know, we'll 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 plan our next uh, our next steps. Awesome. Thanks again for listening. We really appreciate it. If uh, if you'd like to connect with us, find us on our Facebook page at Fluff and Crunch. That is F-L-U-F-F, letter N, and then Crunch. Look us up on Facebook and drop some comments for us. A couple of our recent episodes have actually come from suggestions that people have given us, so uh, send those our way. We'd appreciate it. And looking forward into 2022, we're going to have more episodes about different 2Die20 games and different aspects of the system. And we're also going to be looking at some other systems and uh, settings and games as well. So again, hope you have a great holiday season, a great Christmas, and Happy New Year. Thank you so much for listening. You can visit our show's homepage at anchor.fm slash Fluff and Crunch. That's F-L-U-F-F-N-C-R-U-N-C-H. We would really appreciate feedback and reviews on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to this on. Thanks so much.